You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. We've got to start the show right now because you came through crystal clear. So let's begin. Let's, you know, get the listeners in. And by the way, how do we get the listeners into the show? We begin again at the beginning. But we begin three times. No, it's four times, but that's okay. And folks, welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 189, take 463,291, clapper. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we we need one of those. They're really cool, but they're only for video, man. Well, Mark's got the clapper. So we'll just... Oh, God, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, folks, Skype just did not like us tonight. We've had... We actually started a half hour early, or an hour early, and lost a half hour because of Skype. <laughs> and, and, and partly because of me. I think some of the problems was iPhotos uh, up, uploading into iCloud Photo Library in the background because, of course, what I did was I followed Alison Sheridan's guide on, hey, you can have your photos in the cloud and have a small portion of them optimized on your MacBook Air or your MacBook, as she did, and it works great. But then uh, it's still uploading to iCloud, and that was chewing up a lot of bandwidth. Now, what's really, really stupid, you would think, when you go, Kevin's wiggling his finger. I don't, I don't like that little thing you did. It looked funny when you wiggled your finger. Did I wiggle my finger? Yeah. <laughs> when did I wiggle? When you said uploading, you went, uh, like that. It just looked uh, funny. <laughs> it's climbing up the screen. Oh, my God, this makes for great radio. Anyway... Getting back to it, I was looking at ISTAP menus to find out what the bandwidth was taken up, what the hog was, and instead of it just saying iCloud Photo Library or iCloud Photos or, or something like that, it turned around that it is actually called N-S-U-R-L-S-E-S-S-I-O-N-D. Well, that rolls off the tongue. Absolutely, everyone knows what that is, and I'm kind of going, what, what the hell is this thing? So I Googled it, and thank God Google's our best friend, and I'm like, ah, oh, Apple, Apple, Apple. Why, why, why? It's just, oh, look, now, wait a minute, we just lost Mark. No, you didn't, I'm still here. Oh, wow, the video's out of sync. You went into really fast motion for yeah. a second. I thought <laughs> maybe I'd done... I'm in the future, I'm like the Flash. <laughs> Uh, you're like the very no, bad flash. <laughs> yeah, don't flash us, dude. No, no, no. no. Oh, Lord. No, are you, you guys are completely out of lip sync as well, so, you know. Well, it's, it's so, we're Mil- so we're Millie Vanilli, then, is what you're saying. Uh, uh, <laughs> you took my joke. You beat me to it, darn it. You got to learn to whip it out faster when you're going to come up with those jokes. I no. qualified that. I qualified that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That that muffled sound you heard, people, is me talking through my T-shirt as I was pulling it up over my head so I didn't have to witness the carnage on screen here. You people don't know how lucky you are. Not We don't do video for you people. And, and speaking of which, we are floating the idea around, folks, again, of switching to a video and audio podcast. And if we're going to do that, though, we'd like to have a little feedback and see how how you feel about gazing upon the magnificence. That you know, we should do like a, a Twitter um, thing. You know how they've got those Twitter things now where um, you can vote and, and so forth? Kevin, will you stop mimicking me? It's annoying me. <laughs> ah! Oh, boy. Well, you know, you said you were floating the idea. 
And now Kevin's doing snorts over there. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Kevin's lost. He's, he's just gone. Gone. Listen, how do I, how do I mute the, the uh, guy? Okay. So I can't even mute him because he's hosting the call. What a shame. Oh, okay. I'm better now. Well, let's not go that far, but yeah. you're you're acceptable. I'm back to as normal as I'm going to get anyway. <laughs> well, and you know you said you were floating the idea. Just remember one thing. Turds float, too. Yeah, not all <laughs> of them. <laughs> and I speak on that from an expert's perspective. Yeah, turds are our business. You know, I, I heard them and send them to you, and you deal with them. So, the, the, yeah. I, when when it comes to doing video, I think it'd just be fun sometimes for people who do have the time to sit there and watch us, because sometimes we do respond to what each other's doing and and what we're showing and so forth, and it can get a little bit bit hard. Mike, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying something weird. Faces, my God! I look. I mean, these guys are older than me, listeners, and I feel like I'm the adult in the room. Well, no. You see, the problem is I'm getting older. There's a young person inside me that doesn't realize I'm in an old body. Yeah. And and some days it's kind of like. Yeah, it does. And there's times when I'm at the school and I bend over to pick up something. That damn floor ke- just keeps getting farther and farther away every time. <laughs> I know. Oh. Um, so this is this is my inner child coming out because it's the only way, the only thing I can do because the rest of my body's going. Shut the hell up. I know. <laughs> it's just it's sad. So, but what I was going to say, folks, is uh, we may experiment with video. Uh, doesn't mean we won't put out the audio show as well. We will still put out the audio. Yeah, for those of you who want to re- uh, hang on to your eyesight, you can go audio only. So. Yeah, those that don't want to go blind. Um, so uh, we, we're, we're toying around with the idea again. We did, what, two episodes, I think, of video? Yeah, we did. It wasn't very successful. Maybe five views for each one. Um, no feedback at that time. But we didn't have Mike on the show then, Kevin. So, you know, maybe you with, with Mike's charisma, uh, you know, he's got the voice for radio, but... Hi, and the and the face for radio, but anyway, <laughs> he's you know Mike is the charismatic wonder that blesses this show. God, you people need to get out more. <laughs> well, speaking of getting out, I'm getting out this week. Wednesday night. Oh, that's your concert. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Really looking forward to it. Picked up a new ICDC t-shirt on the weekend to to wear, um, and going to pick up some cool stuff. And hopefully, uh, I'll I'll find something that I can send across to you guys as well. Some little sort of ACDC knickknacky things at the concert. That would be really cool. I saw a t-shirt today that that, that made me think of uh, both Mike and I. Uh, I think it was uh, Jenna Elfman tweeted out a picture of her uh, mother-in-law. It looked like an, a- an ACDC shirt, but then when you looked at it, it said AA with the lightning bolt RP. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what AARP is, Mark? It's the American, no. it's the American Association for Retired People. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> yes. It was. I always thought. I, almost, I think Mike and I should both have those because I'm a proud AARP member. Hey, you know, I take my discounts where I can get them. Uh, I should be. I I keep threatening to to do that, but yeah, because discounts. Hey, I'm cheap. We we use coupons, so you know. It's only. Should do it. It's only oh, ten bucks a year or something like that. Sixteen, I think. Oh, six. Well, yeah. Either way, it's cheap. Right. 
So hey, I'll take all the discounts I can get. So yeah, I spend more on gadgets than sixteen dollars. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? And and speaking of of gadgets, um, and this is this this will segue, but we're talking about old, so I want to talk about old first. <laughs> I had a a a horrifying experience yesterday, and I don't know if anybody follows me on that follows me on Twitter noticed. I was making my weekly run over to the landfill to take the household trash and stuff because I'm too cheap to pay for trash collection, folks. Um, yes, I know. And, and my municipality doesn't do it or provide it. Uh, so I was over there. And I was in line. I had my uh, two of my kids with me. And I look over, and they just had the e-cycling uh, Wednesday of this week, I guess it was. So this was three or four, three days later, four days later, excuse me. And I look over... And there, right on top of the computer bin, sat a Mac G4, the uh, the uh, smoke gray color one. Mm-hmm. You know, before they switched to the cheese grater design, and mm-hmm. it was just shiny and perfect. And I went, oh, 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 I want this. So I thought, I wonder if they'll let me have it. So I got up to the point where I told the guy what I have, so he could tell me which bins to go throw it in, split up my stuff between recycling and all that. And I said. By the way, I see there's a, a nice computer over there, an older computer. Can I have it? And he said, no. He said, we're not allowed to let you take anything back out of those bins once you have it. And I went, uh, uh. <laughs> and I slowed down as I, because as I looped around and came back out of the recycling center, I slowed down, looked at it, and there it was, just sitting there saying, take me home, take me home. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I felt so bad leaving the poor thing there. And then I know overnight last night it got rained on. So, right. Yeah. So now it's it's toast no matter right. which way it goes. But that, that that's a question I wanted to pose to both of you guys. I know Mark has kept old tech because you for a long time had, what did you have out in your shed for a long time at your other house? Uh, no, an LC575 and a couple of the old um, IMAX, the original IMAX, like the Bondi Blue and so forth. Um, but recently I've sort of got away from carrying around all the old tech with me and the oldest thing I've got at the moment is the IMAX, the late 2009 model, which unfortunately this December is not going to be supported by repair status anymore so apple's officially making it obsolete um to where you couldn't take it to an apple store and and still get it repaired shame but that's life um but yeah no i ended up getting rid of all the stuff because i never really used them they were cool to have around and if i had the space to display them somewhere i probably would have but i don't so it was just and getting damaged in the process to be quite honest well, see now, my problem is the oldest thing I have is a classic two, and it sits in the corner of my office at work, and it's kind of a decoration. And it worked. It worked up to a few months ago. The last time I had it booted up was probably back in March, I think, and it booted up fine and worked. I went to boot it the other day because somebody that had never noticed it before walked into my office, and I said, "Oh yeah, it boots up fine." I plugged it in. Came up, I got a gray and black checkerboard pattern on the screen. I went, oh. oh. That's not what you want when you're trying to show off some gear. Yeah. No, and you see, I still have a a G4 Power Mac over there. I think it was, boy, it's been uh, so long since I messed with it. I want to say it was the Sawtooth. Yep. I forget 
Forget how old that was. I had the sword tooth as well. That was late 90s, I think, Mike. That was like 99. I think so. I think it's a sawtooth. I'm trying to remember all the... I know it wasn't the mirrored front. That came later. Yeah, uh, yeah mine wasn't either. It was kind of like a, the greeny-gray color. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. And that was one that I had, I got it from that kid in town that I've mentioned before. He uh, he sold it to me for like 50 bucks. And then I upgraded the processor because the original processor was a... Um, for 50 yeah, I think so. And I upgraded it to a, I think a one uh, gigahertz mm-hmm. processor. I, I, because that was something I got from I think OWC. I could have either. And I'm kicking myself. Maybe I should have got. I could have gotten a dual core at 600 megs, or uh, I got or the uh, one gigahertz. I went with the one gigahertz single core. Um, and I was kicking myself. I probably should have gone on the dual core, but I didn't. I was still figuring out this dual versus single core mm. stuff yet back then. And I just figured, you know, one gigahertz would be, you know, almost as fast as two dual cores or whatever. Raw but, clock know, speed. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I did that, and then I... Piper, the technically paper. is. Well, yeah, but, you know, I think that, you know, you can hand more work off and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But that was a debate I had. So I upgraded that, and then I also put in an, uh, an updated uh, video card, the uh, AMD. I just came across the box the other day. Um, I put a better graphics card in it, and I maxed out the memory. And I found out that um, you couldn't put, well, I think maybe it was the operating system limitation, I think. You couldn't put more than a gigabyte or a terabyte uh, drive in that thing because it wouldn't partition it. I can't remember if that was the operating system or if that was the uh, um, or the hardware. I can't remember which one it was, but because I, I tried putting a big hard drive in there and it was only recognizing part of it, like six hundred and I don't remember what it was. Now it's been so long ago, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I still have that over there yet, and I just don't know what to do with the poor thing. I had toyed uh, with the idea of. Uh, I think I tried it once. I did. I think I did it once, and I tried to do it again, and for some reason something wasn't working, maybe the optical drive or something. I was going to try and put Linux on there, but um, I was having – because there is Linux for the old uh, PowerPC architecture. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I was going to do that and maybe try it, but I still don't know what I would do with it outside of just putting Linux on it and doing something with it. Uh, you know, because I, I, I have all this stuff, but, you know, the – Purpose, repurpose it for something. Well, you know what it would have done been it been good for a Linux box, and plus there in your basement you could have used it as a space heater. It is quite, that too. <laughs> they they yep. the, the those G fours and the G fives really, as I understand it, generated a fair amount of heat off, oh, off yeah. of yeah, themselves. So. And I had thought about just repurposing the case because that is a sweet case because that one little thing, you can flip it down and the whole thing's exposed there. You can slap memory in. You can get to the hard drives pretty easily, uh, certainly easier than you can with these new, uh, uh, even the box, uh, PC boxes at that time. Uh, it's easy to get to, you know, easy to work on. And I had thought about maybe repurposing it and turning it into a Hackintosh or something. But um, I suppose it could be done, but I'm not that much of a, a tinkerer to remount a motherboard and rewire things in there. I think my son looked at it and said we'd have to do something where the power supply would go. We'd have to like do some major metal hacking in there or something. Yeah. No, I just I I was very upset by that and to lose to lose the ability to have two nice old Macs in the space of uh, a week and a half was like you know 
like losing a friend all over again, so to speak, because my classic classic two died, and then to see that that beautiful G four, and I got up fairly close to it, and it looked pretty pristine. So it's mm. like, oh, you know. And we- and we still have uh, at the school, although I think the screen quit working, but we have one of the, uh, was it the Bondi Blue uh, Emacs? The, uh, yeah. the all-in-one. The uh, Emacs, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, was it iMac or Emac? Well, Emac uh, was in the educational uh, sector, of course, but they were all white. They were never colored. Oh, okay. Well, okay. And so this is a colored one because I think it's blue. I think it's I think it's blue. But, yeah, it was still there, and actually the teacher was using it up to a few years ago. Um, it was about the only Mac in the school, and I kept wanting to make the poor thing disappear <clears throat> someday. Mm-hmm. Of course, you'd know where it went, so I'd be busted anyway. But um, And it was, and it's still sitting there, but uh, I went to turn it on one night, and the screen wouldn't come on. So I don't know if it was just a connector from getting moved around or if the tubes crapped out or something but well yeah this one uh my classic too when i went to you know it didn't do the normal bong and everything it just came up and gave me a black and uh white checkerboard that went ah, 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 ah. Good, good thing with that is you can just take the mother you can yank the motherboard straight out of that put a new motherboard in and you should be good to go so I, you can yeah. actually keep the shell of those old macs the old um color classics and the uh the LC ranges and just pull the motherboard straight out. It's on just a sliding mechanism. And, and it's very similar to um, like a, the cartridges for gaming systems. It's just got that connector that connects in. So you just push it in and then you've got your, your new motherboard there. So just go on, on eBay or something and find a, a motherboard for it and then it should be back up and running unless the power supply is gone. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna re- research into it. I might bring it home over because again I use it as a showpiece in my office, so I might bring it home over the Christmas holidays and and put it up on the workbench and see what it was. But uh, yeah, I you know I keep I do keep some old tech. I try not to keep much. I still have my first gen iPad, but it still gets used. It's right. not like it doesn't get used. Um, probably the, the only problem th- is once you go back. I find the slowness, because I was doing this last night, I was updating the kids' iPad 2s, and they wanted a new game and, and so forth, because the, the second uh, episode of Minecraft uh, Story Mode came out, so they wanted that. And just to do all the updates, and it was just, it was like pulling teeth. I was, you know, if iPads weren't so expensive to buy, I would have just replaced them. Um, because it, it really, and that's where I have the problem with going older tech, is... I don't necessarily want to sit down anymore and spend hours trying to do something that I know that I could do so much quicker on a much more modern system. Well, I, I won't disagree with you there, and that's where my iPad Air 2 comes in, and that's where my iMac comes in. But yet, now my old MacBook Air, which is an original gen 2008 MacBook Air, it's still it's running seven or 10.7, I think, or 10.7. Something like that. And it works okay for the little bit of stuff I do on it in Mac. But it's also now my Windows 10 notebook. And it works spectacularly well as a Windows 10 notebook. So, I mean, you know, it still it still has a life. And I'm not going to get rid of it. And that's a computer that's now, what, over seven years, coming up on eight years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm going back even a little bit now to using my iMac a little bit more than the MacBook Air. 
And even though it's slower, I do like the larger screen. And it's not that I'm losing my eyesight or anything, but I like having more windows open. <laughs> and um, you go, Kevin froze kind of in, in, in motion. It was very funny <laughs> for a minute. Apologies, listeners. Very, very funny episode, this one. Not. Um, <laughs> but, look, I, I've, I've been repurposing my iMac, and I've, I've said, okay, well, I'm going to use it now a little bit more and get some more work done and just leave the MacBook Air to the side. Um, I don't know as I'd ever go back to an iMac completely. I'm a bit disappointed still with how they're releasing iMacs and, and how basically every single model, unless you're going to spend some decent money, comes with the 5400 RPM drive. And I, yeah. I, I'll tell you straight, a 7200 RPM drive is slow enough, let alone a 5400. That must just be, be ludicrous. I don't, you know, they made such a big deal out of this Fusion drive and everything a couple of years ago. It makes perfect sense. I don't know why they don't come stock built with Fusion drive in it. Uh, they're already quite expensive for what they are. Uh, are they worth it? Yeah, but... Not with the the fifty four hundred RPM hard drive in it. That would just drive me insane. It yeah. really would. And it, it's surprising too because all the laptops now have moved away from hard drives. Yet they're putting laptop hard drives in the desktop, which shouldn't have a laptop hard drive ever. Yeah, it it doesn't make a lot of sense from my perspective either. Um, but yet I will say this: my current iMac, it's a two thousand eleven. So it's coming up on uh, five years old next year. I can't believe it's that old. I I remember when you first got that. Oh, yeah. And it still does everything it needs to do and more. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, I sit in front of three screens here, probably dying from radiation poisoning at the moment (laughs) with all the the screens. Well, it's got to go somehow. I'm going to go in a glowing fashion. But then the other thing is, too, I'm toying with going back down to two screens, but getting a large curved or a larger second screen. Mm, I don't like those curved screens. I've, I want I just, to be more immersed. I want to be more in the middle of it. Oh, good, good Lord. Lord. <laughs> now I just think of a Twinkie. <laughs> creamy center, but... And yeah, don't squeeze my center. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, but he, I, honestly, I think if I had it, if I was doing it now... I think what I might end up doing, might, I love my iMac, uh, I might buy a Mac Mini fully yeah. maxed out and then get one of those large, uh, what are they, the large aspect ratio, they're really long, they're not, te- they're not, uh, they're really long, I can't think of what the aspect ratio is on them right off the top of my head. Um, one of those monitors, and I would yeah, have question, almost the... Question though, does the Mac OS support that, that, Resolution. Yes, yeah. it does. I've seen people do it. At least the the current MacBook Pros do support it as an external monitor because mm-hmm. I've seen somebody run one that way. Right, 21, okay. 21 9 resolution. That's what I was trying to mm-hmm. think of it. Because, I mean, that gives you a lot of screen real estate. I mean, the reason I run three yeah. monitors is I want the extra screen real estate. And I like the semi-immersive experience that I have by having three monitors. The other thing I've toyed with is just buying a second 27-inch monitor, aging off the 22 that I have, and then having a 23, a 27, and a 27-inch monitor. So, because it's, uh, then the other nice thing, too, is when I'm working from home, 
I can take the one monitor that lets me easily switch displays or inputs, and I can have it off running my work laptop. Then if I want to flip over to the Mac, I just flip it over. You know, I hit a button a couple times, and boom, and it's displaying the Mac desktop, and the rest of the time it's displaying my work stuff. So that works out nice, too. So getting more screen real estate for when I'm sitting there doing stuff for work would also yeah. be nice. It sure would be. And I'd, look, I'd, I'd probably now, I'd say, if I want to keep a laptop, if I moved up, I'd probably consider going a 15-inch uh, MacBook Pro just so that I've got that desktop plus the portability. Because I, I, I've got to be honest, I don't take the MacBook Air that far. I mean, yeah, we're going away at the end of this week on a, a quick family holiday. But it'll be going with me, but who cares? We're driving there. It's going in the car. It doesn't really matter. So, yeah, I just I really dig additional screen real estate, and I'm starting to really want that retina display as well, which, of course, you don't get in the MacBook Air. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe a few changes. I don't know. I'll have to, to see how generous Gretel is. I just keep sending them messages with little pictures of things I like, and they somehow end up at my house. I don't know why, but I'm happy. So Okay. Well, and, and, and yeah, that's true. You do keep happy. But you're not the only one that's getting new tech. Ooh. I think somebody dressed in green tonight might be getting some new tech. Yeah. Well, my wife came down last night, and she was watching QVC. And she's been a little frustrated with her computer upstairs, and she wants something a little bit more portable. And so QVC had the Surface tablet, Surface 3, not the Pro. That's, that's a little confusing, but it's a Surface mm-hmm. 3 tablet. And so we were looking at it, and I thought, well, what the heck? So we got we, we each got one. Uh, it wasn't cool. bad. I know. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, there's this wonderful thing called a credit card. I understand you have to pay this <laughs> back, too. <laughs> but, um, you know, I looked at it, and it's got the um, Atom processor, but it's a four-core. It's a you – know, I got the specs over here. I think a 1.6 uh, – gigahertz uh atom processor yeah um and yeah i realize i'm not going to be able to play hardcore games but i was watching a few videos this afternoon of a guy who could play you you have to really you know bring your specs down and stuff but you can do it for some things he was playing minecraft which didn't seem to have too much for problems um he was doing skyrim and a few others and some of it was a little jittery and stuff so i don't expect to be a gaming laptop but i realize i'm not the power user i like to think i am um it's and true for I, all of us, probably. Probably, yeah. It's more ego than it is actual performance. But, um, you know, I got to think. I do want something that's kind of portable. The uh, I don't know. The idea of that pen uh, is, seems intriguing um, to be able to write on it, be able to use it in tablet mode, to be able to do that kind of stuff. Um, and so it's we just. Cool. Yeah, it is. And. Uh, and I kind of want something that I can take to work um, since it is kind of a Windows environment at the school um, and be able to do things like OneNote and uh, um, that kind of stuff. And I'm just going, you know, it looks kind of cool. And my son's got the Surface Pro 2 that he bought in an open box deal at um, through Newegg, I think it was. And like I say, this is just the Surface. It's not the Pro, but... Um, I don't really know that we need, you know, like an i5 or an i7 for a lot of the stuff that we do. Um, and we'll give it a shot. If it doesn't work out, we can box it up and send it back if it doesn't look mm-hmm. like it. And, and the thing that my wife uh, wanted was something. She plays these uh, Facebook games. Um, I forget which ones it is. 
Uh, I think she's moved away from um, um, the farm. farm. Yeah, I was going to say. That's, well, it wasn't that's, we farm Farmville. There we yeah, go. Yeah, that's a bit ironic considering your uh... right, right. Uh, there's a couple that she plays, and you know, as long as it'll handle that, and I don't know where those things lie on performance. You know, they're browser based, but I think they do kind of suck up some CPU cycles. But if it'll do that well, if it'll be portable, because um, you know they're what ten, ten point eight inch tablets, um, and you got the keyboard. So if you want to do typing on them. Um, with the trackpad built in, and you got the pen, uh, and it comes with a carrying case too. So overall, I mean, I don't. You probably could have got someplace cheaper, but possibly. But um, you know, we just liked the looks of it, and we thought, well, what the hell, we'll try it out. And you know, I do want something, and if I can do, I don't do Photoshop. I don't do a lot of photo editing, but if I could get some software on there, uh, to do some simple stuff, even. Um, you know, that would work for me. And like I say, we'll just try it out and see where it goes. Cause you know, I, I, I do have to admit that I, you know, I want the most powerful machine, but a, a that costs and B, I don't know if I use it to like this, you know, my, I bought this MacBook pro, it'll be coming up five years next spring. And I don't usually, you know, push it to its limits. And actually I'm thinking that when I replace it, I might go, um, an iMac, maybe 21 or 27. We'll see how much I want to get or how much I want to spend. But go that route. And then I've got tablets. I've got, what's this going to make now? My fifth tablet or whatever. <laughs> uh, so I have options. You have a problem, Mike. <laughs> yes, I'm Mike and I'm a gadget freak. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just call me Mr. Gadget or supporting the you know, electronic uh, economy or something like that. But uh, you know, I just like to have things to play with obviously don't we all yeah. yes yes <laughs> especially if it fits uh, comfortably in the hand yes. it's all good yeah it's, it's, yes. it's all about how comfortable it is in hand yeah, it, it, I can't say anything Mike I mean in reality I have four tablets myself so right. I mean right. <laughs> really it's, I don't have any at the moment well unless I, I steal the kids ones away but um <laughs> You know, I always look back and forth and think, should I go back to a tablet or not? And I don't know. I'm just, I'm not that type of user and I don't miss it. I don't miss not having it. If I want to watch movies, for instance, I like using my big setup in the lounge room. Uh, I, I don't really watch on the, the iPad kind of thing and reading. I've gone back to physical books and I, I just, I, even for web browsing and so forth, I find that I just want the full Mac experience versus the iOS experience. There's nothing wrong with the iOS, iOS experience. I just like the, the additional functionality and features that you get when you use the desktop apps. Well, you know, well, that, ahead, well that's Mike. why I kind of like that, uh, like the, the uh, surfaces because, you know, you can put the keyboard on it. You can do the laptop mm-hmm. experience. But if you want to rip that off and just sit back in your chair and do some stuff, you can do both. And you can switch from tablet yeah. mode to uh, laptop or desktop mode, whatever. Uh, so you do have some options. I'm not saying it's optimal. I do kind of wish uh, Apple would do something like that, a you know, convertible of some sort. Now, I don't know. I think they would rather have you buy a, you know, a, a Mac and a I device of some sort. I'm sure they make a ton more money that way, which helps their bottom line because they're going broke so quickly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if we were doing video, you could see my eyes roll to the back of my head. Um, but, you know, I just want... 
And, you know, I do realize that sometimes this one size fits all doesn't always work, but I'm willing to give it a shot. And I did, I do have that little HP stream uh, tablet I bought, which is good for some things. I just want something a little bigger, a little more powerful. And I'll use that HP for something too. But um, I just like that idea that if I need a desktop, it's there. I got the keyboard, the trackpad, all that stuff. I can do it. Or if I want to sit back and take the pen and flip it into tablet mode or something like that and do things, I, I, I have the choice, and I don't need to be carrying around several devices to do it. And it's reasonably powerful. I mean, it's not an i5 or an i7, but I think it'll do a lot of things fairly well. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. I mean, I had my experience, it was earlier this year when I had the Surface Pro 3 or Surface 3 Pro, whatever, however you say it. Um, I liked it, but as I've said a few times, from my experience, my Ultrabook that I have from work, uh, because we could have had either way, we could have gone with the Surface Pro 3 or the Ultrabook, I still prefer my Ultrabook for the type of stuff I have to do in my day job. Now, if I was doing it, as you're talking about, Mike, where it's stuff where it's it's supplemental, just like with my iPad, is my supplemental computer... Um, I'm and again, my usage of my iPad continues to increase. I'm doing more and more on it. And if we get a chance in a little while, I'll talk about one new thing I've started doing with it. Uh, nothing earth shattering, but again, it, it, it is something I pick it up and use it for my non work related computing. I'm going to guess I'm probably approaching 65% of the time I spend on that versus my iMac. There's two things that drive it. One, I can carry it with me any place I go. And two, because when I'm down here at my desk, I feel like I'm working or almost like I'm at work. Mm -hmm. I don't tend to want to come down and be at my desk as much as I used to. Yeah, so I, I need that though. I And I think that's why I'm going back to the iMac a little bit because I get so easily distracted when I'm sitting anywhere in the house with the, the MacBook Air, I need to, okay, I'll go to the desk and I sit down and I just work and get it done, get it out of the way, then go and have fun. Uh, yeah. Whereas with the MacBook Air, I'm just everywhere and so is my mind. And I'm, I'm a crazy person. So that definitely is a, a, the flip side for me. It, it, you know, I need that, that one spot to, to work. I've, I've certainly worked that out. Now, guys, have you heard of uh, the Lumia 950? The phone? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Did you buy one? No, 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 no. But the Lumia 950, you're going to love this. You connect it in to a display, and it becomes your PC. There's literally a display dock, Kevin. Mmm. Me likey. Yeah. <laughs> Me Indeed. Likey. It... it I, I've looked up some reviews and so forth, or some previews and stuff like that, and it looks pretty cool. Um, you know, obviously it's early days, but it's you're able to run with full keyboard and mouse on a large display from the phone. You take it out, and you've got your portable computer going with you. And that's, as you've said many times, Kevin, that's the future you want. I think that's the future we'd all like to have, to have be it a tablet or be it a phone, where we could just take it and connect it, and boom. It's the same experience everywhere with that one singular device. Yes, that, that, that is the experience that I look forward to. And I think, uh, you know, I've heard Alex Lindsay talk about that. I've heard other people uh, much more, uh, 
more well known than us uh, talk about that experience. And I experienced it a little bit of several years ago. Um, there was a uh, Motorola, Motorola made it where you literally brought the the phone just stuck into the what looked like a cheesy laptop, and it became your computer. And then you pulled it out and you went on your way. They were a little. They were. They looked too far ahead. I don't think the yeah. the power was there at the time, um, and Android really wasn't as well suited for it as it is now. No, but Windows 10, which runs on on the Lumia, is perfectly suited for it. Yeah, I'm sure you'd be one of like ten people in all of Australia with a <laughs> Windows phone. Yeah, I know, but I can't get one because I got the Apple Watch. So you know, there is that. <laughs> yeah, world's smallest violin. So I'm I'm telling you guys so that you'll go out there, get one, and then I can live vicariously through both of you. I've told you guys already. <laughs> my Christmas presents in my mouth. I spent four fifteen hundred dollars to get a <laughs> toothpaste. There probably <laughs> may not be much Christmas this year, so And I'm pretty sure if yeah. I bought one more thing on credit, something would explode, so Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I've been getting too many tins recently, so I, I've got to stop buying stuff. Yeah, it's a, it it may be a, a low gadget Christmas. I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, last year was the, actually the last two years. I mean, I got a uh, I got a big television the one year, and then I got an iPad Air too. So I I'm gonna you know I'm gonna ask for socks and underwear. I think. <laughs> Which is oh, you, always, get a, you get on for a little bit better than that, but you know, keep the socks and underwear there just in case, because you don't want to be pantsless or underwear or sockless. There, that, that's always a joke. A friend, my best friend and I always used to talk about. It. He said you can always tell you were aging when you were a kid, and you'd get pants, uh, 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 underwear, and socks for Christmas. Like, oh damn, you know. Now you get it it's like, all right, I don't have to go buy it for myself. <laughs> So you know, it's it, it's an age thing, you know. You know, socks and underwear are a good thing at this point in our life. It's one less thing uh, we have to worry about purchasing ourselves. Well, I'll be interested to know your feedback, though, Mike. After you get that, see how right. well you like it. Right. Then, like I say, I'll see. Uh, you know, I'm not expecting it to be a barn burner, but if it'll do what I want, and I hope it will, um, and it's portable and easy, we'll we'll see. I'll I'll try it out, like all these other tablets I got, and <laughs> I'll start a collection. And, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, I, I have my thumb drive problem. You have a tablet problem. <laughs> yes. So I mean, that, yeah, it's just the way it works out. I, you know, what what else can what else can we say? Uh, but what I the one thing I, I don't have any problems. Yeah, bullshit. The, <laughs> you forget what I know. Um, <laughs> oh, I've got problems. But they're good problems to have. They are. They are fine problems. Um, but I will tell the listeners that, uh, big surprise, I discovered that you can actually download podcasts straight to your iOS devices. <gasps> Did we not? You know, this is a brand new concept for me. Well, which iOS devices? You're not talking your Nano, I assume. No, I actually started downloading video podcasts that I subscribe to on my iPad. Uh, Kevin, you've been able to do that since the first iPad was released. Well, the problem is that I really hadn't gotten into doing it other than anyway syncing it with my... uh, 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 And folks, you can't see it, but I'm giving Mark my gesture how well I think of him. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm number one, listeners. Number, number one. Number one in Mike's in my book. Uh, I really had never gotten into it because I don't do it on my phone because my phone has too limited of a storage. I do still use my iPad or iPod Nano to listen to audio podcasts. But I got tired of syncing up to get like Don McAllister screencast online stuff, moved from my Mac to my iPad and all that. So I delved into I got brave and I delved into and got uh uh oh Downcast. Downcast, thank you. Downcast, because it's one of the only ones that does video podcast. When I looked around in the apps, iOS app store, there aren't many that do video. A lot of them do audio, but not. Apple's own podcast app that you can't get off the damn device does video. I'm not going into that <laughs> world of hurt again. That's the reason no. I got away from it, because that thing screwed up my podcast. I had to declare Everything body. Apple does screws up. If we ever get around to it, I'll talk about the music issues that I've had with Apple Music. Oh, jeez. Oh, but it's but yeah, it screwed up my. I I had to declare podcast bankruptcy after the last time I tried to use that piece of crap. So I wasn't using it again, and I've sworn off of it after that. That's been a while back. I mean, probably it was before I had my yeah, it's, iPad. It's or, a little bit better, but it's not much better. Yeah, let's let's be honest. You know, they they just don't put a lot of polish into that kind of app because you know what, it doesn't make Apple any money. Podcasters don't make any money off iTunes, and and therefore Apple can't take their thirty percent cut on a damn thing. So why would they put any effort into it? It almost seems silly for them to actually even do it, and not just make it part of the Apple. That is just a dog's breakfast, brought up and regurgitated daily. It, it's it's shocking the UI that they come up with, and they think that that's good. It's like oh hell no. Uh, so when they're not making money, you know, they're, they're not going to put money into it. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I've been really happy. I mean, you know, it took the the whole extra effort to go find the URLs, and in the case of uh, Don's podcast, because that's something I pay for, that's a subscription service, I had to put in my user credentials. Uh, I actually started pulling down MacBreak Weekly again just because I enjoy Renee Ritchie and. Uh, uh, Andy Anatko so much. Uh, Andy Anatko has me laughing continuously. That mm-hmm. guy. Well, actually, more I watch Renee Ritchie, he keeps me laughing too. He cracks me up. Um, but anyway, so I started pulling that down. I got Don stuff, and I forgot what else I put in there. But it's nice. I can put them in there. I can watch them. I get tired of them. Swipe. They're gone. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. very simple. It's very straightforward. Um, and the odd thing is, I already owned it. I'd forgotten I bought it one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the nice thing is, if you want to sync, uh, and I haven't used it for a while, to be honest. I, mean, I use Downcast, but I think they have a uh, Mac app, if I remember correctly. I should double check here and see. Um, I think they do, yeah. And I think I, did I buy it? Yeah, sure, there's, an, there's an irony. Sure. Talking, about, talking about podcast apps on a podcast, I just got the irony of that. Yeah, there you go. The irony hit but, you? Yes. Yeah. Didn't hit you hard enough, apparently. But no. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, but no. There's so you can sync between Downcast on the Mac and Downcast on iOS. So it if you do want to go and watch video stuff on your your Mac, you can sync between two. Now, I, like I said, I, I haven't. I can't, I was doing video podcasts for a while, and when I'm down here on the computer, I don't listen to audio uh, stuff because I, it's just I'm doing other stuff. I can't concentrate on a podcast. Podcasts are for when I'm at work pushing a broom, and there's really no uh, um, 
I don't really have to think about anything else. I can concentrate on listening to the podcast. So I don't listen to them at home. So that's why I haven't really used Downcast on the Mac much. But um, I know it's there. It can be done. So And you can, like I say, if you do are somebody that does listen to them at home or want to watch video podcasts at home, you can uh, get that and sync between the two uh, and probably better than Apple's does, I think. Um, you can... Um, you can watch your stuff and be able to watch it and then pick up where you left off. So that is kind of a nice thing. Well, that would be good, except for the fact that I can't put podcasts. If I if I completely move it over there, how would I get anything on any one of my Nanos or my Shuffle or anything? I couldn't get audio podcasts on them uh, right. with uh, Downcast. Nothing but iTunes will do that. So right. I'm kind of hosed there. So I, I, I'm stuck in iTunes. Uh, for that matter, and I don't want to download two copies on my Mac of uh, you know something like Don's show because it's fairly high resolution, and I don't want. I mean, I'm not. I'm not running having a- that two different stages through the show. Yeah, on two different devices. That's annoying. It, yeah, it is. So, and I just like I said, I, I'm finding Downcast. I've been using it for a couple weeks now. I'm finding it very helpful. You know, when I because I do watch a lot of stuff on my iPad. Uh, if, especially if I happen to work a little late and I get home after everybody's eaten dinner and left the kitchen and I'm left sitting upstairs, you know, by myself. So I can just play a podcast and I can watch that and, you know, eat my dinner and relax that way. But, you know, at least that pretend somebody likes me, that there's somebody up there talking to me. <laughs> okay, it's just the voices in your head, Kevin. Yes, but they keep saying red room, red room, red room. You don't get that one, do you? Mm. Of course I do. Yeah, Stephen yeah. King fan, The Shining, Jack Nicholson. Red Rum is murder spelled backwards. Backwards. Okay. I need to rewatch that movie. It's been a long time. Day after yeah, Halloween, and, and I, the Halloween, the only Halloween joke I had went right over Mike's head. Yep. Well, it's kind of like somebody asked me. I was out walking Halloween night, and they said, uh, who are you dressed up as? And I says, I'm the janitor that gets killed in every horror flick. <laughs> well then, then the lady asked where's the knife sticking out of your back and I said oh I've had that sticking out of my back several times but <laughs> yeah that's very true that's very true uh, but anyway I forgot how we got down into this mess oh we were talking about Mike's new okay. but Mike uh, you know I'm, I'm having troubles with some things but Mark's having a little bit of trouble as he mentioned earlier with with music it's you know Imagine this. This past week, I needed to clear my brain. So I actually put on my iPod, walked outside at the office for a little while to clear my thoughts and get myself regenerated. I was listening to ACDC and The Who and stuff like that. Just I, I find if I blast heavy metal loud, and oh, yeah. it just, you know, I was out in the nice air. It was a beautiful day. It was nice and comfortable outside. It was like 48, 49 degrees Fahrenheit. I was I was in hog heaven, you know, just clearing my head. And I'm having a good week with music, which is a rarity, and Mark's not. Well, I love music, as you guys know. I actually got some new music in today. Can you believe it? I'm going to do a little show and tell. I got Elvis's new album in, literally, new album. Elvis who? Elvis Pre- is Re- Kevin, really? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Anyway... It- it's not a new recording, or an, it's kind of a new recording, but it's his son's re-recorded uh, his vocals with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. 
So really, really super cool. And I even got a collectible seven inch that came with it. So uh, I'm I'm super happy about that. That very cool. I, I love my little record collection. So anyway, this issue that I've got is with Apple Music. I tried Apple Music, guys. And <laughs> it sucks. What is this iTunes of which you speak? Oh, uh, look, I, I had a little problem with Apple this last couple of weeks. So they stopped my title subscription, my title hi-fi subscription, that is, of course. And um, the, the big problem was, Kevin, you are so annoying. <laughs> You've got to stop sending messages. Oh, jeez. Uh, anyway, so... Apple suspended my title subscription because the price rose uh, and I, I was su- subscribing through iTunes. And so they, they stop it. So if, if you get a subscription increase, they stop the subscription so that you've got the opportunity to go in and say, no, I want to keep going, which is really cool. It's a little bit of security. But what it was and what it seems to have been is that when Apple increased all the prices Australia-wide uh, recently in iTunes, they also increased the in-app subscriptions uh so therefore uh instead of 29.95 i'm I'm expected to pay 38.99 kind of thing because apple did the the price update now that hasn't been fixed but i literally went through the last two weeks uh with apple music instead of title and title of course being the cd quality streaming so it's actually uh the cd uh not the the mp3 or the aac that that apple music has and I, so I'd, I'd started listening to Apple Music and I'm trying to work out the app and immediately the app just doesn't make sense. I don't know which is my music, which isn't my music. And then trying to use Apple Music in iTunes on the Mac is just, my God, it's, it's crazy. I can't understand it in the least. Anyway, so I, I, got, I got some of it. I, you know, I ended up learning how to, how to use it, even though the UI is pathetic. I don't know who came up with that, but it, it's... It's just bad because you've got Apple Music and then beside it you've got My Library and it's you're just trying to you're just doing your head in. It's like, look, just put it all in one big area for me, or at least give me some choice to where I can say, look, I just want to search everything comes up. But no, they didn't do that. It's all separated and it's all over the place. Uh, and then the other day I was watching uh, an Amy, I, I was listening to some Amy Winehouse because you guys know I've got varied uh, tastes in music. And then the next thing that came on was th- was this video that you would normally see on YouTube of this young girl, you know, maybe 17, 18, singing an Amy Winehouse song. Okay. So it linked me into the whole connect thing and because the – the record company put that in the feed. It started playing that as well. And I'm like, well, hold on a sec. I, I don't want that. If I want Amy Winehouse, I, I want the original. Um, so it, it was just a hodgepodge of a, a mess, basically. But the biggest problem I've got is I couldn't stand the, the audio quality that was coming through. Uh, I know that I've spoken about it a lot on the show, and I know that you guys uh, probably don't share my view, especially Kevin. Um, but the... Sonic quality from Apple Music is just poor. I stopped moving. I stopped feeling the music. I stopped wanting to sing along to the track. I stopped being involved. It was background music. And anyway, today I had enough, and I just said, you know what? I'm going to go back to Tidal, and I'll just pay them direct instead of through the subscription process in in iTunes. And 
I started playing some ACDC because I'm, of course, going to the concert on Wednesday. And I've got to be quite honest, and I'm man enough to be quite honest. This sonic improvement was so strong and so severe that I cried. I cried listening to Thunderstruck on title. It was an emotional experience. Now, people are going to go, oh, you can't hear the difference, Mark. You're a bloody idiot. Here's my, and this is what I want my challenge to be. Everyone listening, sign up to title for one month. It's free. Free. Sign up for one month. You don't need to continue. Sign up for the hi-fi, which is CD equivalent. Now, bear in mind that it is going to, it's much bigger files. Every hour of music is about 600 megabytes of data versus 50 when you go through Apple Music or Spotify or Pandora. But my challenge is listen to nothing other than Tidal for a month and then go back and listen to Apple Music or Spotify or Pandora or whatever you choose to do. Because I don't believe in ABX testing. I think ABX testing is stupid, ridiculous, and it doesn't work because I cannot tell the difference. But I don't know what ABX is. ABX is when you get two sources. So say you've got Apple Music and Tidal, and then you're the X, and you don't know when it's switching back and forth which uh, signal you're actually listening, which which track. So it matches up and... And everyone who gets on the audiophile bandwagon says, you've got to do ABX testing, you know, otherwise you can't prove a thing. Now, I'll be quite honest. There's some songs, I was playing some Dire Straits today, and I could hear the difference immediately just going between the the two apps. Uh, But what I found is that over the course of using Tidal for so long, I felt the music, the music was more alive, it was more organic, and... It, it was just you, you're more in the moment with the music, and it, it's astonishing. Listen to it for a month and don't listen to anything else. That's my challenge. And then go back before you subscribe to Title. Don't subscribe to them because it may not suit you, but listen to music only through Title on the free um, trial for a month, and then try what you've been listening to. And I guarantee you will notice a emotional difference. I'm afraid to turn on Apple Music, to be honest with you, because everything so, I've, so I, everything that I've heard about it, I've heard people either you know they're it's 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 black and white. They either love it or they hate it. Mm-hmm. And the the whole idea of discovering new music is something I don't care about. I have now, no so, desire to discover new music. I I don't mind discovering new music, but I'm not talking about discovering necessarily uh, what new album. Can- Hey, what did I miss from a back catalogue of a band or or something? Or what band have I not heard before? Or what band do I still not have in my collection? And I like being able to go through and do that. Um, What I'm finding, title's such high quality for me that I don't need to buy CD, uh, but I'm still buying vinyl records. But the just the emotion that it brings to the table. Honestly, guys, I, I know you probably think I'm full of shit, but it is really there. Yes, Kevin, laugh. It, it, it's honestly, it, it's it's emotional. There's something, and I don't know how our brains interpret the sound and the music. Kevin, can you stop it? Uh, it was about Mike clicking the, the pen. I, look, I don't know how our brains and ears interpret the music, but what I know is how I feel when I play it. And the high quality service 
makes me feel better. It makes the experience much higher. The lower quality, it's just not there. It's absolutely hard. It's awful. Yeah, no, I, I understand. I mean, all jokes aside about music and, and the smoochy face and everything, it's just about the it's it is how the music makes you feel and i know you hate this i listen to christmas music all year long uh not all year long i do i will whip out the christmas music at the in the middle of summer and listen to it um but it is an emotional connection for me when i'm listening to christmas music and i want it to sound as good as it can but but with christmas coming up kevin try title for a month i've got all the christmas stuff up there is it christmas stuff i like or is it stuff you I, i don't know You'll have to have a look, to be quite honest. I'm, I'm not sure whether you'd like it or not. But you know what? It's, a, it's a, a free month, and if you don't like it, it doesn't matter. Well, I wonder if I could, and I could stream it to, like, my iPhone 4? Yeah, I, I stream it to my, uh, my iPhone 5S. And honestly, look, I've got some nice audio equipment, um, and um, I just the, – the exact same equipment that I've been playing Apple Music through, I play Tidal through. Before – and after, and it's just chalk and cheese. I, you know, y- your system is going to sound really, really good if you've got a good source going into it. Well, what I'm again, it's, since it's Christmas times coming up here in a couple of weeks, I'll be streaming my all my Pandora. The only time of year I use Pandora, I'll be streaming my all Christmas station, and uh, I can't really stream it well on my uh, original first gen iPad touches or iPod touches. So I'm going to repurpose my iPhone 4 since it's running iOS 7 and it will stream it very well. But I'm going to have it plugged into my iHome uh, clock radio, which mm-hmm. actually has a very good sound coming out of it. The thing has pretty good sound, at least to mm-hmm. my ears. So I'll see. I'll give it a consideration. I won't say no. But, I mean, Mike and I are both reaching the age where it's hard for us to hear a lot of things in, in much you know, right. I, I, I don't I don't buy that. I, I back Neil Young's opinion on you can still hear it. And look, honestly, guys, I can hear the difference like night and day through these shitty little Apple earbuds, right? Massive, massive difference through Apple's own earpods that I use every single day. So, yeah, I'm an audiophile. I've got three and a half grand system uh, in the lounge room, which is my main listening area. But I've got to tell you, I don't mind going with these cheap Apple earpods out and about. They sound good enough. And if you've got a good enough source coming through, they're going to sound fantastic. Uh, you put shit, you start with shit, you end up really with shit. So, um, no, it, it, it's it's definitely, I mean, look, you've got to be a music lover and, and someone who appreciates the sound. And, yes, I have spent enough time listening for the to hear the variances and and hear where the codecs uh, break up and so forth. I probably should have ended up, instead of being a professional writer, I probably should have gone and done music engineering or something because it's just, you know, it's that's me. I, I love it. I honestly could, could honestly move away from doing the tech stuff and just do music stuff alone. I love it that much. It's You know what? We, we got the PlayStation 4 last week. I haven't spoken about it yet. Yeah, well. <laughs> but, then but my you, music, it's like, you know what? Hey, it's there. It's, it's there all the time. So, uh, look, each to their own. Yes, I am a nutcase when it comes to my music interests. But, uh, you know, it's whatever you're passionate about. And I'm sure there's other people listening that are passionate about music. 
I know Mike is as well, but at the same time with Toto, mm-hmm. I'll be quite honest. You've got to be prepared to pay that premium price. You've got to pay US $19.99 per month. And whilst there, to me anyway, is a massive difference, maybe that extra $10 is just something that the average person would be going, well, you know what? I don't care enough about it, or music is background, or I get what I personally want out of it. But, um, you know, I've heard different podcasts over the years saying, oh, well, you know, if you want your iTunes songs and that to sound better, go buy better headphones. No, buy better source material. Go with lossless audio, get the CD, put it lossless into iTunes, then put it on your iPhone, your iPad, or, or your iPod. Sounds so much better with standard headphones, um, you know, and I'm not using any mega, mega, mega expensive gear. Um, I'm, I'm using oh. stuff that, well, it depends what it is. I mean, you know, my computers, uh, my, my technology is not worth what my speaker systems are worth. Let's put it that way. I have speakers all around the house and it's all Bose driven and um, they cost an arm and a leg. Um because I, I won't buy the cheap stuff when it comes to that. Whereas the computers, it's like, okay, what's the cheapest MacBook Air I can buy? Um, yeah, and see, what, I, I, what your passion is. Yeah, and, and that's true. I mean, I our stereo system upstairs is probably I don't know. Let's see. Wait a minute. Fifteen, seventeen, eighteen years old, something like. You know, you know what, Kevin? Old in stereo doesn't necessarily matter because they. I'll be quite honest, there's a lot of shit out there today. With with, with all of the, the, the ways people are listening to music, the MP3s and that, they're, they're just releasing crap. You know, yeah. the, the companies aren't doing what they were doing back in the 90s. So you could have a modest system back in the 90s and it could outperform most of the systems today, in all honesty. And I'm not kidding and I'm not joking with that. I'm, I'm sincerely honest with that. The older systems... And I know some people who have gear dating all the way back to the 70s receivers and everything. As long as they're going strong and you're happy with the sound, it's perfect. Well, I did have to replace the receiver two years ago. Uh, I gave my... And it, my wife uses it most of the time. It's not me. Um, but I did have to replace the receiver. Yeah, it was two or three years ago. And I got a... I, you know, I just bought a basic receiver. I think it was... Uh, $125 or something like that. I can't remember. It wasn't very much. The real trick was I didn't need the uh, AV side of it, so I had to try to find one that didn't have that in it. And I, and yeah, I, yeah, because that, that will change too. So, I mean, if you want a, a straight vanilla stereo setup, standard two-channel sound, very, very hard to come by these days. It's uh, You've basically got to be pushed up into your audiophile market. Uh, to be able to get that because they're not really doing the mainstream anymore. It's all about the sound bar or the surround sound systems and stuff like that, which they're good to a point, but they're, they're still not great. There's, you know, for If you value music over movies and television, yeah, don't go that way. Go and, and get that dedicated stereo. And then it's good stuff. It's great stuff. Technics... Uh, from years ago, 90s, all the way back to the 70s, beautiful gear, uh, Pioneer and, and Panasonic as well. Panasonic, of course, being Technics. Um, but there, there's some great stuff out there, and um, you, you can put together a pretty good system. Yeah, I 
I, she's happy with what I what we got, so I'm you know I'm not going to complain. It you know I listen to a little bit of music now and then, and if I listen to it, I use Apple's earpods when I can. But I have the same trouble with them that I had with the earbuds; they won't stay in my damn ears. So See, they, they fit me perfectly, and that's one reason why I have stayed with them. And I decided that they're good enough because a, I don't mind shoving them in a pocket because I don't care if I, if they get damaged, they're cheap to replace. If I get a pair of, of Bose, which I'd go for, we're talking 200 to $400. Uh, I'm not replacing those, uh, you know, every six months, every time I break them. But $50 on a, on a pair of Apple ones or free with a new iPhone upgrade or something? Can't complain. It's great. Yeah, I, I've had no luck with uh, earbuds or anything if they don't have the hook that goes over my ear. Oh, yeah. to, to keep them in place. Yeah, because everything else... You know, I can be sitting dead still, and the damn things will still fall in my ears. That's I, well, and not to take this too far afield, but uh, for when I'm at work, and it's not going to be the highest quality, but what I find for work is I've been using bone conduction headphones that sit mm-hmm. on the outside of your ear. Because for what I do, I want to be able to hear if something's going off, somebody wants me, but I still want to be able to hear. And I like those. Uh, they work well for what I do. But like I say, yeah. uh, audio quality, yeah, it's not going to be there because you're bouncing it through skin and bones. But I just wanted to throw that out there because I found that they're kind of useful for what what I do and the way I do things. You know, it yeah, recently, that'd be cool. Recently, I heard uh, Bart recommend uh, Bart Bouchot for those people who don't know who I'm talking about, Bart B.ie. I'll give him a little plug because he's a nice guy and a friend. Um, he had uh, he he started wearing some bone conduction ones. He's been he's uh, and Allison. They talked about it on the show a few weeks ago uh, because he you know when he rides his bike and stuff, he wants to be able to hear the traffic around him while he's also listening to uh, that. Yeah, so they mm-hmm. look something similar to that. Uh, they they are that one. Oh, they is the same one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had them before he did the the segment on the show. Oh, okay. So that might even be something I could consider listening using at work because then I could still hear. I have to be careful what I listen to at work because, as I think I said before, I have to kind of listen to just uh, music only. It can't have any vocals because mm-hmm. otherwise I'll be typing along and I'll start typing the lyrics to a song. And a, a, a note to my a note to my boss saying, uh, you know, blah 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 blah. I need to. Uh, you know, I need highway to hell. <laughs> I, I need an increase in the budget on the highway to hell. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> my boss, that's brilliant. My boss is a great guy, and he'd go, uh, "Kevin, what the hell are you talking?" About? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I've got just one last thing I want to say about these these, these uh, Apple earbuds and and Apple Music. Now, I've trashed Apple Music uh, in preference for title, but I'll say something: Apple Music on these earbuds are amazing. It sounds pretty damn good on these crappy earbuds, but I, that's not how I listen to music. Even when I listen to streaming music, if I want to listen to a new album or something, I go throw it on the main system in the lounge room, and uh, then Apple Music really falls apart. Yes, I can notice the difference between Tidal and, and Apple Music on the earbuds, on the Apple uh, earpods, uh, but it's not as big as the difference on the main stereo system. So uh, just keep that in mind. That's and that's where again, people. Some people um, will listen at home. Some people will only ever listen on earbuds. And you know, I guess it, it depends what you want to do. But uh, I'm I'm just I'm nuts when it comes to music. 
So to each each aspect of what we really geek out on today. Mike's the tablet man. Uh, I'm the music man, and and Kevin, I forgot what we were talking about with you. I'm, I'm just playing nuts. I'm just playing nuts. We'll go with that. Playing nuts. I like it. I like it. No salt on my nuts, please. Um. <laughs> And and on that note, folks, I think we'll 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 kind of we'll we'll wrap it up here this week. Um, I, I think you'll notice, and I want to before we we go out, I want to say a big thank you. Mark is helping out doing the editing, so the show is getting out much quicker. Uh, we got it out within just a matter of hours, probably ten or twelve hours of the recording last week. So. Yeah, at the same time this week as well. Yeah. So we're and we're trying to get on a regular recording schedule. So we're going to try to fill up your feed with as much geeky crap as we can. Because uh, yeah, you don't want to be bothered listening to all those other podcasts. Who no, wouldn't no. listen to other podcasts? There's only one that you need to listen to, and that's our one. We do technology, goofiness, stupidness, <laughs> and even that sound. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, folks, I do want to thank you, and uh, why don't we start, since we had such a hard time getting everybody together, we'll start with the guy that was the furthest away and had the most trouble getting on the call, telling us where you can find out all you'd ever want to know about his wonderfulness, Mark. God, how can I live up to that? I can't live up to that. That's awful. Just check me out at markgrantree.com. And when you check him out, you'll probably check him right back in like a bad library book. Anyway, we'll go (laughs) Well said. <laughs> uh, Mr. McPeak, do you want to give folks an idea where they might run across your ramblings? Well, yeah, if they want to f- you listen to the other best podcast in the universe to listen to, I'm on Sci-Fi Tech Talk with Julie uh, Keel and Jeff Sire. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you want to... Uh, if I have anything of words of wisdom, which is few and far in between, uh, I put them on Twitter once in a while, and that's at DSC Chipman. And anything else I uh, get around to doing when I'm not playing Borderlands is uh, can be found on about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. Most excellent. And I do encourage listeners to go listen to both of Mike and Mark's other shows. Go over and have a listen to NAMP. Always a pleasure to listen to that show. And uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk is also another guilty pleasure of mine, so please go over and listen. If you want to find out and hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter. That's where I tend to be the most verbal, and that's at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or if you go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, that's with two L's, you can link over to the other stuff I might do. Folks, we want to thank you for joining us this week. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you're enjoying our getting back to more of a regular schedule. And we want to thank you. If you want to give us a big thanks, go over on iTunes, give us a review, something like that. You know, whatever. It would be greatly appreciated. So, folks, thank you for downloading and thank you for listening. And please remember, between now and next week, if you do nothing else, be sure to hug a geek. This is Optimus Prime calling all Autobots. Prime to all Autobots. Our new tech fan podcast has been released. Return to base immediately so that we can all enjoy the humans talking about technology. Repeat, Optimus Prime to all Autobots. A new tech fan podcast from Spotlight Network has been released. Return to base immediately. Immediately.